Here we go. Oh, I thought we were going to talk over each other again. (laughs) All right, Warwick. All right. Are you ready? ready? I'm bracing myself. Can a match box? I don't know. No, but a tin can. Welcome to the Tradies and Business Podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade, helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Hello. Great to be back. Another week here on the podcast. Another week, another mum joke. Another <laughs> another forced laugh from me, which has actually gotten me into a bit of hot water on social media, Coxie. Well, it turns out that's everybody's favourite thing. It's not my joke. It's your forced laugh or your lack of laugh. It's yes. not it's actually the, the joke. It's the, uh, it's the hate that I bring on myself. See, I don't even have to be uh, trolled on social media. I can just squeeze out a pretend laugh at your mum jokes and <laughs> in it comes. Our uh, community are fierce supporters of the mum joke. <laughs> so I have, uh, you know what? I'm data-driven, Coxie. I'm all about the numbers. Here we go. Uh, the numbers have spoken. The jokes stay. You're obviously a master of your craft. Thank you. And I'm going to work on my authentic laughter from now on, listeners. There you go. I'm feeling like there's a bit of a segue coming. <laughs> Well, I was disappointed actually that the focus was on your jokes and not on my segues. I've I've been working on my segue game for years. We did get trolled once about your segues. Can you recall? I don't remember the specifics of it, but I know that I've had a few things on social media that are a bit uh, distasteful. Yes, somebody was very unhappy at your segues. I happen to think that they're the star of the show after the mum jokes, of course. After the mum jokes, yeah. (laughs) All right, so we're talking data and numbers, and yes, it's another cheesy, obvious, uh, in hindsight at least, segue. Um, And so Coxie and I are coming at you today, listeners, with a quickie, and a bit of a, I don't know, we've given a few coach slaps here on the podcast, and it's hard to do because this is a one-way medium, because we talk at you listeners, and you listen along there in your ute, or your dunny, or the kitchen, or wherever you're at. And uh, we don't have an opportunity for a two-way dialogue. This is just us doing lots of telling, really, isn't it, Nick? Yes. I feel um, like a parent. I was, about to re- <laughs> well, I was about to say the same thing and I thought, no, I'm going to refrain because that might make people feel like, oh, now I don't want to listen to this lesson. I just realised we're – so these are on YouTube now too, gang. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, uh, you know, instead of watching, I don't know, mountain bike crashes or cats on, on Roombas or something – you could actually sit on the couch at night and watch me and Nick. And I just picked up my coffee and I thought, hey, I'll have a sip of my coffee while Nick's talking. I was like, oh, crap, we're on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but somebody does a podcast and they're seeing their smoking joints all the way through the podcast. Who is it? Is it? Crikey. Not Joe oh, it's, Rogan. It might be. I think he had a bit of a toke on, uh, on his yeah. podcast. Yeah. He gets away with everything, that bloke. I know. Can you imagine if we did that? Not that I would <laughs> do that. However, can you <laughs> Might make the the jokes funnier for me. <laughs> It'd be very funny for you, and our listeners might think we've got a bit of cred after that. And I do live in Tasmania, so I've probably <laughs> got access to a fair bit of good stuff. You are on a farm, are you not? 
Hello to all the Tasmanians that listen, <laughs> who are not dopeheads. But anyway, um, drug references, is that going to get us banned from YouTube and Spotify? Probably we should mark this as explicit. Explicit. I'll sure? just, I'm just taking a note, see, for those of you watching on YouTube. Now we're very transparent. They're going to see every eye roll I do or every time I flick my face and think this conversation is making me cranky. They're going to see the whole lot. Or when I'm sitting here, you know, Facebooking on my phone while you're talking, it's like, Pretending come, to come on, Coxie. Oh, yep. So I'll make a funny point now. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track, eh? Um, right, another week, another dollar, another bit deeper in debt. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Australian economy, really. Mm, it's not looking too shabby. So we are seeing lots of the media, as you would no doubt be seeing listeners and watchers. Hello on YouTube. Uh, And there's a lot of fear around. Nick, you and I have been talking about this a fair bit. We don't buy into the fear. Um, We do pay attention to what's going on. And I've said to a few people lately, because you and I have called a few things in advance, We've, we've predicted a few things that uh, have happened over the last few years. And I'm not saying that out of arrogance or to be smarmy or anything, um, but it's just that, particularly for me, I'm old enough to have been through many of these economic so- cycles. <laughs> that was so kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> and so I just have the wisdom of hindsight. Mm. Uh, you know, when you've experienced stuff multiple times you start to get better at seeing when it's coming up again it's 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 what driving is all about you know when you've overshot a corner or hit a a slippery patch on a road a few times you start to see those things in advance more than when it was your first time so for many of you listening to this this could well be the first major economic downturn that you've experienced at least in business um if you're one of our younger listeners you know sort of 30 or less. Uh, There hasn't been a a massive thing like this for quite some time. In 2008 was the GFC. um, And even that wasn't as catastrophic as as it was made out to be. And neither were the previous recessions and downturns and meltdowns and stock corrections and the tech wrecks and everything else that's happened. So um, I don't want you to think that Nick and I are just a bit sort of blasé about what's going on. Um, but we certainly want to come to you with a message of what is going to serve you best over the next year or two, regardless of what happens with the economy, Nick. Hey, tradies in business, was here. Sorry to interrupt your listening pleasure. I'm joined by Coxie, of course. <laughs> Hello. You may not know this, tradie or Trady Wife, or whoever you are listening to this program, but we're business coaches. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that feels weird no. to say. <laughs> but we do actually work with people just like you to solve a bunch of problems. And we have this fantastic program called the Tradypreneur Program, and that's how we do it. And we do it with a wonderful community of trade business owners who are all trying to fix or improve or change things to progress. Things like... Getting behind on quoting, Coxie. Feeling overwhelmed, behind on your invoicing, feeling really stressed or frustrated about the money stuff. Sometimes you can pay the bills, sometimes you can't. What about staff? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, staff. Trying to get them to do what you want them to do, if you can even find them in the first place. Uh, There's so many struggles. And we've seen clients tackle these things in their trade businesses in quite a short space of time, to be honest. Mm -hmm. 
during the program and recruit staff at a time where everybody was saying you can't get good staff, mm -hmm. improve their quality from their team, collect their debts much more quickly. We How have sessions. Tips? Yes. Getting tips. Yes. So uh, people rounding up, customers rounding up the invoice by hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. because they're so happy with the sales process and the experience of dealing with the trade business owner and their team. So some amazing stories from our clients. But, you know, as they say in the, in the commercials, don't take it from us. Uh, <laughs> hear what some of our clients have to say. Coming into Christmas, we are not worried about money. We've got enough money in the bank to pay everybody's leave. There's work booked in for the new year. And for the first time in a long time, we'll be having three weeks off and not worrying about the business. That's probably the biggest win of all. Using the cash flow forecast, I've been able to look into the future and see where I'm going to be situated financially. And it's actually started to have a huge bearing on whether or not I make purchases. By far, one of the best things about working with Nick and Woz are the other businesses that are working alongside them. It is amazing how empowering it is to be working alongside like-minded people who have similar goals, similar troubles. We can all relate to each other and everybody helps everybody out by figuring out problems with you that they may have faced previously. Everybody has solutions and constructive feedback and it's an incredibly friendly, warm, welcoming environment, not threatening at all. From every job, I know that I will get a sustainable wage that's industry leading. I can have at least 10 to 20% profit and I can pay taxes, super, all of that. And I do not have to question whether or not I can because of the way that it's been built. And that is thanks to traders in business and what they've taught me and what I've learned. So there you go. There's some real people. We did not pay them to say those things. <laughs> and I think that sounds a lot better than Coxie and I reading them out. We really would love for you to check out more about how you could take your trade business to where you would like it to be. Surely you have a vision of what things could be like or what you wish they were like on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. um, whether that is reducing stress or actually making more money. Maybe it's spending more time with the family, taking more holidays, having the choice mm. that you really wanted when you started your business instead of this beast that seems to be there for many of you listening to this program. So if you want to find out more about how we do this through the Tradiepreneur program, Coxie's going to tell you all about it. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm going to be really secretive and uh, keep all of our magic up our sleeves. What I would like you to do, though, is head on over to tradiesandbusiness.com.au. You can learn all about us, why we do what we do, and how you can work with us, what that actually looks like. There's a whole bunch of free stuff there for you to download, uh, lots of options. We've always got new stuff going up onto the website and a great place for you to learn a whole bunch more about how you can work with us. You can even book a 15-minute chat for free free that's how abundant we are so head over to the website uh, check it out book a chat with us and we'd love to find out if you'd be a great fit for the tradiepreneur community and start hanging out with some of those people that you just heard from <laughs> i think it's a message of measure mm. we were talking yesterday with uh some of our clients about trends and that's what you're referring to right now because we have the benefit of some wisdom or grey hairs, grey or hairs age, for me. call it what you like. <laughs> Although there's plenty in here too. Um, 
that we have seen the trends before. We we understand. Oh gosh, I can remember my parents paying 17, 18% interest on their home loan and nearly breaking, and yet they still got through. Mm. Um, my dad still lives in the same house. They made it through. Yes, it was stressful. Yes, it was challenging. Um, but they made it through. And you and I have lived through those some of those trends, and we understand now what we're seeing as we see it. Um, which is why neither of us are overly concerned at this point. And I guess this is the message we want to bring to you today. It's a message of measure. Now, measure is the important word because it leads into what we're encouraging you all to do. And that is to start to look at what your cash flow is doing. Mm. Now, we tend to put our head in the sand because it's not comfortable and the numbers rarely say what we want them to say. Can be bring a lot of shame, can be embarrassing, can cause conflict in a relationship. Um, often what we want is not there. And so we tend not to look at it. Just pop our head in the sand. Everything will be fine. We'll just work harder. Everything's going to be all right if I work harder. And nothing could be further from the truth. Just like when we spoke about in the boom times, more businesses go bust. More businesses do really well in the hard times if they are taking the measured approach. So if they start looking now at the opportunities available to them, if they start monitoring their cash flow and look, there's six really important numbers that you should all be looking for. Um, and they helped to predict the trends in your business. Uh, you can be measured and nimble when you need to be nimble, I think is going to be the big word this year instead of pivot. Uh, it just allows you to make some change or take a different direction or or have choice in your business as the economy does shift. Now, there's no denying there are there's going to be some shifts. There'll be more interest rate rises. That means that our clients are more likely to think twice before they spend their money. And I think it's going to, well, I feel quite educated in saying and measured in saying it's going to peter out and not be quite as tough as those clickbait headlines are telling us right now, but only if you do the work that is required from now, from today, starting today. Mm. It's like it's like uh, you know, storm season, which we're coming out of for much of Australia, um, the back end of summer, although there's still a few nasties floating around. Uh, I saw a cyclone developing uh, up off Queensland there, Coxie. So hopefully you've got your, uh, your storm plan in place, get your torch and your radio. My batteries. Uh, <laughs> yep. Up for water. And many people don't bother with that stuff. They go, oh, yeah, I should put a kit together. I should have the basics ready just in case. And what happens is we get complacent because a storm goes past and it's like, oh, that was a bit of a fizzer. And so the, the human mind is really great at normalizing things. Mm -hmm. And then when, you know, you get a big flood event or a cyclone or something, lots of people get caught out because they weren't prepared they didn't have the basics in place and yes this is a cheesy analogy uh so i hope you're getting the lesson that having those basics in place doesn't take a lot of time or money whether it's prepping your house for storm season um, or prepping your business for a financial or economic storm now if it blows over and it's nothing what's it matter that you've actually got the fundamentals in place and that you're measuring everything and looking mm. at those six key numbers like you're saying nick um, but if it turns out to be a bad storm and you went, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, I don't need all that stuff or I'm too busy to put it in place, that's when you get caught with your pants down and it turns mm. to shit. And this is an explicit, so I'll use the S word. Uh, <laughs> drug references, swearing, what else can we stack into this episode, Coxie? Oh, we do it mum jokes. Mum jokes, cash yeah. flow, that's a dirty word. That'll get us banned from social media for sure. I think if there's one thing you take out of this um, today, it's starting to measure and monitor your numbers. I think it needs to be as simple as that. 
we are doing a webinar. We're going to teach you what you need to be taking closer eye on. Um, We'll help you understand how to do that as well. We'll show you the tools that we use for our community so that you have the opportunity to do what is right for you and your business and start doing that now. And if I could encourage you, those of you who aren't ever going to show up to a webinar, that's okay. At least start to monitor your cash flow. We encourage Mm -hmm. all our members to do a cash flow forecast. We talk about it here on the podcast all of the time. And yes, it is boring. It's uncomfortable. Nobody likes it yet. It gives you the opportunity to see the potholes before you fall into it. There is no use falling into a hole and thinking you can dig your way out because often you can't. And yet if you can see it coming, there's a few small tweaks that you can make that can potentially buffer over that pothole before you get there. Things like talking to your suppliers about payment terms or your clients about shortening in some of those payment terms or Mm. making a change to the kind of work you're doing in the next couple of weeks that brings in a quick cash flow so that you can buffer over that hole. Or, you know, we were talking yesterday, worst case scenario, when you can't pay any of your bills, including your staff. I've seen it happen time and time again. You can have conversations that prevent people from being really upset because they know what's coming. Mm. So you don't know any of that unless you've done some sort of cash flow forecast to understand what you might look like in the next month to three months. Even if you're only doing a month ahead, you're already 10 steps ahead of most other businesses that don't take a moment to check on where they're at. Get the basics in place, gang. Um, check out the webinar if you're not in the Facebook group. Um uh, I can't remember what it's called this week, but uh, I think it's free business coaching for tradies or something. Um, check it out. Uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes uh, to this episode, uh, both on the website and in your um, podcast players and on YouTube as well. We'll stick some uh, some links in there so you can go and grab some free info from us. Uh, there's no hard sell. It's just us sharing some info to try and help more tradies. Mm. And you know what? The more of you that we help through this stuff, you're actually part of the economy. So if your business does a little bit better and isn't as affected by the fear, because that's usually what drives a lot of this stuff, mm. um, then collectively we do actually influence economic mm. conditions. So um, you know, it's the old thing about uh, you know think globally, act locally. I think it's you know think uh, nationally, act in your own business, uh, can have a difference. So go check all that stuff out. We'll put all the links in the show notes for you. And uh, I'm going to go finish my coffee and brush up on my my laughter game for our next episode, Coxie. Yeah, I think you need to be doing, you know, laughing yoga on a regular basis would be a great way for you. (laughs) I need to join a laughter club. That was was almost good. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.